Yes, indeed. Hawthorne's upset win over ladder leaders Geelong sent shockwaves throughout the competition, and what a win it was. So good, in fact, that here at the Hawk Talk podcast, we're recording post-game. This is a fresh edition, a very fresh edition, in fact, of the Hawk Talk podcast. Welcome, Tiz. Possibly too fresh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be about as one-eyed as it gets, I think. I hope my voice carries. (laughs) We're both sounding a little bit coarse now. What a game, though. <laughs> I feel like the umpires were listening to me in, in parts. Yeah, in what sense? In that they actively ignored me and awarded the kicks I did not want. <laughs> it sort of just got worse as the game went on. Liam Shields, for a 200th game, I don't think I've seen better. Well, this is what I was going to say. I didn't want to linger too long on the umpires because we're kind of burying the lead, and that's how good we were. <laughs> Case in point, Liam Shields, the milestone man, 200th game, and uh, what a superb performance it was. Watched him get cheered off. That mm-hmm. was terrific fun. Uh, to the to the anthem, too, which is the best. The two goals that he kicked, they're basically textbook goals, right? Yeah. In terms of crumbing the tap, putting it on the boot, sending it straight through. Yeah, you kick one of them and you think, all right, well, I'll probably be manned up for the rest of the game now. But <laughs> you got another cheapie in the second half. It was remarkable how Clarko... Was it was something off about Geelong? They just didn't look... That just didn't look all together, did they? Didn't look particularly deserving of being on top of the ladder. And then they missed all those shots and their ball well, movement the was shocking. So their fans are going to lament the fact that they were inaccurate. But then so were Hawthorne. I think both teams throughout the game had particular chances. And well, they... we both missed 13 shots a goal. So 12, okay. 13, 85 to 8, 13, 61. Oh, I love hearing that. But they just had all the, all their misses in a two-minute period. It was incredible. Yes, it was a stroke of luck for our team. Uh, now, before we get too far into the recap, obviously, as this is a very fresh edition of the Hawk Talk podcast, we haven't prepared. <laughs> <laughs> there are no notes. We're just doing this on the fly. This will uh, all be enthusiasm. Yeah, so uh, we, we're, yeah, we're just running on spirit, basically. Why not? We, th- we figured that uh, you, the listener, would enjoy this being straight after the game and... Yeah, a bit earlier in the week than usual, so just take it for what it is and don't come down too hard on us. Yeah, if it doesn't work, we won't do it again. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, that's right. Uh, Now, they'll be looking for someone to come down hard on because they don't have too many nominations for our players. Because usually, O'Brien is a bit of a go-to whipping boy. Oh, right. I mean, you can't say too much about him this week. His contribution was all over this game. Yeah, I was 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 sitting next to a mate of mine who's a big O'Brien fan. Uh, Really? Are they out there? From the first minute, he was telling me how good Timmy was. Jeez, uh, they're a different breed in the MCC. uh, (laughs) I've got to say, I was getting a little bit tired of it. And and then he started. He just turned up. He kicked three goals, one. That goal at the start of the third quarter was an absolute belter. Mm. And can I just describe the moment after that went through as (laughs) the noise that happens after a grand final draw. Because it was just silence. Stunned. Yeah. (laughs) No one could quite believe it. As the umpire went back to the centre of the goals, oh, (laughs) cricketers clap and then a roar. (laughs) It was wonderful. 
And oh, I thought he was really good today, Timmy. He uh, he's on top of his game now, and that that confidence. Well, we heard last week some calls to drop, to drop um, Tim, but. Uh, and I'll put my hand up and I'll say I was among them, but not uh, not because I was being too harsh on his performance. I just figured with Gunston coming in, a uh, uh, player of his calibre, and uh, it was sort of a bit like-for-like for, like for mine. I thought O'Brien might be the most obvious one to give way, but gee, I'm glad they didn't pull the trigger on that one. 11 possessions, 5 contested, 5 uncontested. He turned it over twice, but scoring accuracy of 75%, 3 goals won, and uh, it just... His five score involvements. He had a critical contribution in this win. There's no getting around that. And uh, Tim O'Brien's arc of redemption in 2019 continues nicely. But it's interesting that that was my concern. Some kicks, some lobbed kicks forward would just be picked up by Mm. Geelong's defence and come straight back through the middle. But no, No. we had not only Timmy, of course, Mm -hmm. we had... We had Nash down there. Oh, yeah. Good one. Yep. <laughs> and we had uh, we had Mitch Lewis. Yes, the switch kicked to Mitch. three goals one as well. Yep. So two key forwards kicking three goals. So that Mi- is the stuff of dreams for the last two years. That's right. And I think this might be, uh, again, no prep, listeners. So uh, correct me uh, if I'm wrong. At, at Hawk Talk Pod, if you would like to do that. Uh, I think this is the third consecutive game where Mitch has put through three goals. Collingwood's Freo, I think he kicked three, and yep. now he's backed it up again. Yep. So There's some consistency there. Yeah. Oh, the number eight looks good on my back now. <laughs> oh, you've jumped on. <laughs> oh, let's just say one Mark McGowan on AFL.com.au oh, gave yes. a sly little nod to the hashtag Switch to Mitch campaign. Yeah. It said uh, it, the, the, the calls went unheralded for the Switch to Mitch for a little while there. He yeah, got dropped to the yeah, seconds. Yeah, got dropped, and, uh, well, I mean... The point of the article was to point out that it might have done the world of good, and uh, we're seeing that now. At some point, I felt that Geelong had to come. It was a bit like the 2008 Grand Final, where yeah. there was just too much talent out there yeah. um, for them not to have a go. These two teams have played way too many classics, and I've endured way too much <laughs> to know to even begin to think that the game was over at any point. I knew that Geelong were going to come at us. Yeah, but, I mean, Sicily ran at 100%. Is that right? How many touches did he have? He had 16 touches. Okay. And with that kind of thing going on Mm. in their forward line... (laughs) Yeah, it's a little unusual. It was a bit of an immovable object Mm. for... uh, And we had this incredible force that seemed to be propelling us. Mm -hmm. Every time... We had some sort of inner self-belief. We're either doing it for Shieldsy, but Daniel Howe has had his best game today. I would agree with that. Yeah. What are his stats there? Have you got them? He finished with 91% disposal efficiency, Mm. 10 contested possessions, 23 disposals, played most of it behind the ball, but intercept possessions, 12. This is ridiculous. And that wonderful uh, tackle on Dangerfield at the last. That seals it, effectively. That tackle, just that's game over right there. So He also had an intercept mark going back with the flight of the ball, I think. Yes, yep. Hands down, his best game, and he was right there for Shieldsy in his 200th. I mean, those two were the best on ground, you'd yeah. say, for, for Hawthorne. And, uh, well, possibly, I, I don't know about Geelong, but uh, maybe out of both sides are the best on. I don't know. Need to check those stats. But uh, well, with Howe, we're talking about a bloke that was initially omitted from the side and then was a late change, Birchall stepping out and oh, making you, way. You're saying it worked? Well, what do you mean? Like, that, put the wind up him? get the best result from him? I don't know if that's what happens, but I would suggest, uh, you know, this is a little tinfoil hat thinking that 
perhaps Hawthorne just wanted to play a little bit of a game with Geelong and just make that last late switch and bring Howe back in. Because the idea of Howe being omitted, uh, I, I don't know if you were among this chorus of Hawks fans, but when that happened, it was like, really? Are you, you sure? You want to take Howe out of the side? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was a little odd. Yeah, I know what you mean. But it also raises a few questions about how early they knew about Birchall. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's, if they're what's going the... to the selection table, going mm. all right, Birch isn't going to play. We'll yeah. drop out for the late change. Yeah. Um, what's what's going on there? I don't know. I like. This Did they is... actually release anything? Tell us. No, they've just said soreness. But okay. uh, I don't know. What's the word? Have you have you heard? No, anything no. About... Oh, there's a whole lot of scuttlebutt. About yeah, it. there's a whole lot of conjecture yeah. at this point about you know. Is Birchall right? But I'd suggest on the surface of it, I, I think it's quite a logical leap just to go, look, the bloke's played his first one senior game. One week on, one week off. Yeah, first senior game in two years. Uh, it's not all that shocking that he he's taken the week up, off. Pull up well, yeah. Yeah, so until we hear otherwise, I guess we'll just, uh, we'll just stick a pin in that and come back to he it later. an incredible number of possessions per minute. Uh, <laughs> Birchall last Birchall week. Last, so, yeah, 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 he did. Uh, who else impressed you from this game? Um, oh, gee. It was a pretty good effort all round. It was a very solid team effort, this one. Uh, did you enjoy one Jimmy Warple? <laughs> He's claimed yet another scalp. Let's go through them. So he, he What took... is it about the number five? <laughs> there was a picture before the match. It was pre-match with uh, Mitchell coaching Warple out on the ground. I was like, yep. That's was it. there? Yeah. Oh, I love. I didn't this. see that. Yeah, it's on our Twitter uh, at Hawk Talk Pod. I believe I did post it. Which pre-match. Mitchell? Uh, Sam Mitchell. <laughs> Sam Mitchell and uh, James Warple out on the field pre-match. And uh, look, he's finished the game with yet another big moment. He's a big moment, James Warple. Uh, Twenty-four disposals, thirteen contested possessions, running at seventy-five percent. Uh, his heat map shows him working a ton in the centre of the crowd. He's really busted his ass there. Jeez, uh, what else are we looking at here? Three intercept possessions. Finish with the goal, of course. A very nice goal. Um, but as I was saying, so he's he's taken out Hurley, he's taken out Selwood, and now he's got Ablett. Yeah, that is a hell of a trifecta. I mean, this bloke was involved in seven scoring chains. <laughs> seven scoring chains. That you shouldn't. That shouldn't be happening against a team that's two games clear on top of the ladder. <laughs> yeah, and they knew it was coming. Well, they knew they should have known full well. That Warple switches it on against them. But that Ablett moment. Yeah. Ablett tried to steamroll him. Yes. Tried to run through him. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he was shocked that he didn't get very far. <laughs> uh, and then Warple played the ball where Gary went for the stalemate option. Yeah. Oh, and he stripped him of it. Yeah, Jimmy Warple's just like, well, I'll be pinching that, mate. If you're not going to do anything with it, I will. It's not often that stripping an Ablett in the same sentence would bring a smile <laughs> to my face. But that was terrific. Oh, it's so good to see. It's it's like I said, it's just something about James Warple and these clutch moments. They're just, oh, they're delightful. Hanrahan has a bit of it too. Mm. Have you noticed that? Yeah, yeah, I have. When he gets a sniff, something happens. Yeah. I, I liked him today, and I know Poppy did a heap of work. He did, yeah. But oh, there were some, op- some options open for him that he just missed, and mm. oh, there was a bit of tension in the crowd about Poppy for a little while. There was. Um, since we're talking about him, uh, what, what's your stance on Poppy at this point? We're coming to the end of the season. Stay or go? No, I stand behind Poppy. Yeah, yeah, same here. I think he's done Because I reckon I could year. mark over the top of him. <laughs> you stand behind him, <laughs> get a good run up, and over you go. Uh, I'm no, with you on Poppy. Di- 13 disposals, five contested. He always looks like he's up against it, against Geelong. 
They're a lot taller than him, and they do play on him well. Something, Let's face it. Yeah, that's true. Something that I've signposted in, in previous editions of the pod uh, is that he's a guy that never stops trying. Yeah. Uh, even if he's down on numbers, you can always His tell work rate is massive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and in terms of another guy who might be, uh, well, maybe in calculations for next year, may not be, but we'll see, uh, Sean Burgoyne. We need to get to a bit of news about him. He's come out during the week. He's reaffirmed that he'd like to stay at the club. Clarko has said as much. I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist about this. Okay, go on. I reckon we offer him a contract Mm. just so Gold Coast do. Hang on. Okay, talk me through this. What do you mean? Well, if we say, oh, no, Burgers, you you know, come on, you've had a good run. You're taking games off some other guys now, you know. Yeah. Uh, And then Gold Coast go, oh, well, they're not going to have him. We can just put him on the back burner. We don't need to offer him anything now. Right. Uh, But if Hawthorne go, oh, look... You know, we're thinking about taking on for another year. Mm. We're doing the right thing by Burgoyne by trying okay. to force, yeah, force Gold Coast's hand. Yeah, that you, you're trying to make it competitive for yeah. the players' sake. Yeah. Oh, look, maybe I, I would like to take them at their word and that he's going to stay on. And at this point, as we've said a number of times, no one's knocking down the door for Burgoyne's spot. So why not? Keep well, him I could have ripped up the contract. <laughs> when he kicked to that bloke in front of goal. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's look at his stats for today because, I mean... Might have that... had a rewrite of the figure on it. <laughs> the, yeah, the, got the eraser out on that one. <laughs> Take uh, a zero off. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, I was pretty... Paid dearly was, for that one. I was one pretty mistake. angry, yeah. Uh, he had some pretty silky moments otherwise. You know what? He still ran at 95. That's, that's what well, I was going to say. 19 so, touches at 95%. Anything I could be critical about just... <laughs> <laughs> Pales into insignificance. <laughs> he was as much a reason that we, you know, we were clinging on for dear life in certain segments of that game. And, and Well, we knew we had to have a dip, didn't we? Yeah. And yeah. it did come. And, you know, Smithy, he was a workhorse today. He was, yeah. And Different he was sort manning, of a role? He was manning Ablett. Yeah. Just uh, when we were in our forward 50, Smithy would just take Ablett and basically he was just corralling him. Yep. He was trying to force him to make the kick up the line or something. And I, I thought it worked really well. It did. Is that something that we've really seen before? I saw Hardwick go to Ablett at times too. I feel yeah. like they shared the but, load a bit. But I think um, Hardwick gets sucked into the into the tackle on Ablett. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, And Ablett's so good at shimmying those hips, you know. Yeah. But he's... And I still find him good to watch. I, I, I don't actually boo Ablett. Okay. Um, you might be the only one. Did the cats get booed as they left the ground tonight? I didn't make note of that. Yeah, I think I'd... I was celebrating too hard. <laughs> Why would they be booed? I, I don't know. I, I hope it wasn't the Hawthorne fans because that's unnecessary. They've been, uh, yeah. they've been beaten. Yeah, I don't I don't see the point in that. Yeah. But if it was their own fans, that's just shockingly ridiculous. Dude, that would be even worse. <laughs> so, I don't know. But there was definitely something going on while the Hawthorne players were all mustering. This is one of my favourite wins, if not my favourite win. Yeah. I, I think it was fantastic because as we're, uh, we've got your phone in front of us, we're sort of just scrolling through the Gunston contributors. Yeah, Gunston kicked two, yep. Uh, there was a goal assist from Nash. He still looks off it, though, Gunston, have you noticed? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's back in the side, and I welcome him back. But You're yeah, good to mention still... Nash, Nick. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, uh, look, you're hard-pressed to look at a worst on for Hawthorne today. <laughs> but Nash, by sheer numbers and contribution, if there are some stats that we're missing, well, fair enough. But the ones we've got in front of us, I don't know. He's an unspent, malevolent force. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I was told. <laughs> that one came straight from the MCC? It did, yes. Oh, very nice. <laughs> he's just, 
He's just roundabouts, like... Uh, well, I like to call him the jazz man. It's the uh, things that he doesn't do. Yeah, the notes you don't play. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's where the music is. Uh, yeah, which equally, people who like jazz and critics of jazz both agree on that point. <laughs> Look, Nash, like I said, there might be stats that, you know, sort of defy what I'm trying to say about him that do imply a stronger con- contribution than I'm seeing, but... Yeah, he was, he was pretty quiet today. Gave yeah. that gave a pass off to Gunston, who banged it home for a much-needed goal. But other than that, I wouldn't really have too much to write home about with Nash. He had three inside 50s off his uh, five disposals. Okay. But the thing is, he seems to be creating space for our other forwards, like Timmy and, and yeah. uh, Mitch Lewis. It's true. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah people... And there was one stage, I noticed his work rate... Um, uh, when Geelong were coming out of their defence, they're attacking from the back line, mm. and uh, in he he would be about the fastest tall bloke that could get to the position he got to in order to stop the uh, the Chinese checkers that Geelong tried to do, mm. and he he definitely stopped that attack down the line, yeah, just by getting there. So he works hard, just like uh, Poppy, but uh, you know, three goals to two key key forwards. I'm pretty happy with that. I'm pretty happy with our performance all round, um, to the extent that if we had the option, um, I might be inclined to go unchanged oh, for, for yeah. the next week. But however, we're not going to have that option. Due to a push in the back. Well, essentially, yeah. Uh, I can tell you right now that M10 was absolutely livid. Uh, shout out to Peter, who just lost his mind. And fair enough, uh, because MP sustained what looks like a pretty serious injury. We're thinking maybe ACL, but we're yet to confirm that, obviously. Um, being so early or soon after the game. Um, if that push in the back doesn't happen in that marking contest, it could have been a lot different. But lands awkwardly, and uh, yeah, that spells trouble for Impey. Yeah, it looked like he was feeling for the ground. He, he'd lost his bearing on how high above the ground he was. Yeah. So, um, and straightened the leg, mm. which is how we see a lot of these things happen. And yeah. look, uh, worst case scenario, he's out till mid next year, I suppose. But. It's a cruel game because, you know, we've, we've lauded his talents he's on this podcast at the Crimmins, many times. Yeah. Yep, he's well in calculation for that. Uh, it's just not fair. It's not fair that it should happen to such a guy. Uh, Mind you, Jenkins had a very similar incident and, mm. and he's back playing. Where do we go from here to replace him? I mean, because he's been so important for us. What are our options here, do you Well, reckon? Birchall just went out the side. Well, okay, we're going on the assumption that everything's fine there. Yeah, yeah. And he comes back in. Uh, Scrimshaw, obviously, he's a handy in. Should he should he be available? I think he's another fortnight few, away. A few question marks over Scrimshaw now because that that knee injury or whatever's going mm. on there is taking a long time to uh, come back, and perhaps he will have lost fitness. So, yeah, it's been a bit more serious than anyone thought that one. So, yeah, but look, this outfit of a team. How mm. does Clarko get this happening? We've had three. Good opponents out of the last four weeks. And yeah. Yeah, our form all, is pretty damn good. Well, they're all meant to be shaping as, particularly Geelong, obviously, being ladder leaders, but um, they're meant to be battling it out at the pointy end of the year. And now we've gone three on the trot. Um, can I put you on blast for something? Yeah. I'm going to throw you under the bus. Do. Uh, yesterday, mm. uh, you pointed out that we could be in line for pick three. Yeah. And you desperately wanted us to lose today. <laughs> I wasn't a. There was no desperation okay, about well, it. Yeah, I've put some mayo on that. Fair enough. I, I probably hedged my bets a little bit. <laughs> well, hang on. I know you. What is that? Literal or what have you done? No, no. I, 
I uh, well, I had a couple of bets on. Yeah, on, there it is. On uh, Liam Shields kicking a goal in his two hundreds because that a Hawthorne just get that done. Somehow. That's true. Yeah, they always make sure there's a bit of a glimmer of a moment to celebrate the fellow who's <laughs> in his two hundredth. Yeah, uh, but uh, no, I, I don't mean I bet on Hawthorne today. No, I did. I didn't see this coming. Um, I feel like the training schedule for Geelong has allowed this to happen. They've mm. been down for a couple of weeks. Yep. But uh, uh, I just don't want to be nearly there like last year. Do you know yeah, what I mean? tell me about it. Yep. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I do not want that to happen because, you know... Because a part of me watches Frio, who I think mm. have a very good list and were playing very well earlier in the year. You tipped them for the flag at one point. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, you've got to, you've got to <laughs> you have... I remind you of that. You've got to have one... Uh, error yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, now I look at them and they go oh, well they they're after Tim Kelly but uh, if they're outside a certain figure mm. in the first round yep. I reckon Geelong won't be accepting their first round pick right so a bit of the conspiracy theory in me <laughs> says they're just trying to get a little bit lower in the draft there Jeez, you're you're working on another plane with this stuff aren't you well Ross would be <laughs> he's certainly not coaching um, you know. That was atrocious, a one-point victory over Sydney in Perth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and no one scored for the entire game, as far as I could tell. Well, he, he got it done by behinds, <laughs> really. He just barely scraped past Sydney. Which Geelong threatened to do, and my, did I enjoy that. <laughs> Shades of uh, 2008 with Cam Rooney. Yeah. Oh, who then had the pleasure Raddy. of uh, interviewing Shields after the match. Did he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, did Radagalia start that chain of misses? I think maybe. Oh, he was in amongst it, I think. Because that was... I've never seen anything like that, to be honest. When we were all celebrating at M10 after the game, it was very easy to get caught up in the fever of it. And, you know, people start asking, like, oh, what do you reckon? Do you reckon finals? Do you want to make finals? And no, the answer's still no. Because I think in our pursuit to make it... No, no. No, we're all over it now. Oh, what? You, you back us in? <laughs> Well, We're now. red hot, are we? Well, I mean, there's going to be a lot of belief in this in this team now. This this is the kind of game that really instills self belief. I'll agree with you there. We're in a really good spot in terms of the confidence of this list and how it's growing and developing. But uh, oh, look, especially with the MP injury, I just I can't back us in for getting anything right. done in yeah, September. Breaking the lines, yeah. We've got Brisbane next week at Tassie. That's not an easy task now. No, not at all. No, they're in red-hot form. And that'll be their fourth win against us in a row, wouldn't it? So, uh, Yeah, actually, I think it will be. And, uh, oh, well, uh, see, the advantage of being live. Look at that. Melbourne are up by goal in the last quarter against the Eagles. That one's up in Darwin. And St Kilda are up by 27, which I tipped because they Jeez. changed their coach, Nick. Yep. Yeah, okay. All right. I'll pay you that one. <laughs> you were right about How that. How was the multi this week? Just yeah, quietly? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. I cannot oh, do it. So I, I good. Just, and we've got Collingwood Richmond next Friday night. <laughs> How the hell do I pick? Because I want to go Richmond because I think they're back. Well, Essendon dogged it for the whole first half, and I thought, well, he's he's actually picked one. Yeah, I, I was pretty confident for a while, and then Adelaide just stopped. Yep. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. Could not believe it. But <laughs> some of the DMs were magnificent. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, um, do hit us up on social media. I'll see if I can remember all this stuff on the fly. At uh, Pod on Twitter and Facebook.com slash HawkTalkPod. You can also rate and review us uh, on iTunes as well. I think we're up to 179 ratings yeah, now. Yeah, I so think people so, yeah. 
in the uh, in the last few days really jumped on board, and we really thank you for that. Well, Brisbane got a big shock, didn't they? They would have thought they weren't going to have that much of a plucky victory against um, North Melbourne. North came out of the box beautifully. Pretty uh, pretty timely free kick, you would say, to get the job done. Oh yeah, the big O. <laughs> That's how they called it. Yeah. What what did you make of that exactly? Did did you think it was there or? The AFL came out this morning and apologised. Didn't you hear this? Oh, okay. What time is this? Because I, I felt like this chill up my spine. It might have <laughs> That might have been it, actually, come to think of it. Yeah, no, I think it was twilight. Because uh, straight out of the twilight zone, this kind of stuff, AFL <laughs> acknowledging they got something wrong. Don't mention twilight. They'll start talking about the grand final soon. Oh, well. <laughs> That's a long bow. Almost as long as uh, Dersmer's. Uh, did anyone feel offended by that, by the way? Did anyone... Oh, what's we've that had, about? Well, we've had imaginary spears. I just, uh, I just wonder if anyone's taken offence at. Did Dursa's he actually direct arrow. it to the crowd? Yeah, where else is he putting it? I don't know. Into the stands, empty That's stands, the empty stands. <laughs> yeah, porting their tarps back <laughs> once again. <laughs> oh wow! So you're feeling pretty good after this game? Yeah. Look, I feel pretty good, but you got to remember. That's our last game at the G. Hawthorne would have set themselves for it. It's a big game against Geelong. Yep. Um, now we've got Brisbane, and then we've got the underrated North Melbourne, who are actually in pretty good form. Yep. And then we've got the Giants up in Canberra. And then after that, we've got the Suns at Marvel, which of course oh, yes. will be a fantastic game. Yeah, here we go. I like to call this the uh, the triple threat. Uh, it's uh, Sunday, 4.40 against Gold Coast. <laughs> it could be a new record. <laughs> And then we travel to Perth for the last game, playing the West Coast Eagles. Yep. So, and they're looking at back-to-back. They were unlucky to go down to Collingwood, who then got absolutely pants by yep. GWS. Annihilated. What is going on with this competition? It's just so even. It does <sighs> sort a... of make me feel like if we did make it, perhaps something could happen. <laughs> oh, we're now 10th. You're the AFL's dream fan. <laughs> we're now 10th. And above us are Port, Essendon, Adelaide, GWS... Now, GWS look like they've secured their cells because they've got 123 as percentage. Mm. But we're only less than two points off Essendon yeah. in a game. Yeah, that's true. So, it's all up for grabs. You can't see Collingwood improving from here. No, it's uh, it's tantalising, isn't it? But I, I stick to my guns and I, I'm not really interested in finals. Okay. If we pinch some wins, fine. But, I, yeah, the last thing I want to do is really have a crack at it trying to make it and ending up well we're now 10th I'd, I have no interest in finishing 10th that does not help us so whatever happens happens but please don't let that be the end result for this season so we just watched the uh, presser from Clarko how, how far did you get through it so <sighs> I might have nodded off there for a bit I don't know Someone needs to tell him we won. <laughs> he was a bit downcast, wasn't he? Oh, it's like going to meet in your tax accountant. <laughs> what was that all about? Is he just <laughs> keeping things uh, just in check, maybe? Or Yeah, he's just had a look at the draft. <laughs> no. <laughs> he said so much without saying anything, really. Well, we did learn that, that Birchall was uh, ruled out yesterday. That's true, yeah. yeah. And, uh, we, uh, we've since come across that fact, so that's good. Is it? It's, well, just, it's just that he pulled up sore. There's no conspiracy to it. Well, I mean, you know, it's it not too long ago in this episode that we weren't really sure what the state of play was. So, I mean, now it looks like he hinted at uh, being available for Brisbane. 
that Birchall might get up for that. So he he just comes in for Impy then. I guess Pretty so. Sway, yeah. Straight swap there. Yeah. 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 Do you like the look of my record there? Look oh yes. That. Yeah. You you mad for your AFL record? Yeah, so what look it, at the uh, look at the red marks. That's the last quarter. You see. Okay. Yeah. And I've got my own calligraphy. See the circles? They're really bad yes, errors. Yeah, a nice visual segment for our uh, audio <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Listeners will appreciate that. Do you, do you get a record? <laughs> I have certain special ones at home. Uh, like I think the last one, the last Waverley game, I think I have that one. Um, I, I bring it up to say, see that one there? That was another another time they didn't pay holding the ball. Oh, so we go, we're closing the loop. We're talking about the umpiring again. Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can I just say, because we mentioned... What's the only holding the ball decision today against Chad Wingard? Is that the <laughs> oh, only one? Oh, that was so bad. That was a terrible decision. No prior opportunity whatsoever. No. That's one of the worst I've seen for the year. <laughs> and there were some howlers today. But, uh, you know, we, we obviously spoke about uh, Alistair Clarkson's press conference. Are you not... A little bit curious. Oh, you about, want to see the other one? Well, no, I don't want to sit through it. But oh, you know, a little no. bit curious about what Chris Scott had to say. Let's have a look. Chris, how did you assess that overall? I suppose didn't think we played very well. <laughs> <laughs> what a start! Oh. What a start to a press conference. He's just a dick. Are we happy to not sit through that, please? Can we? <laughs> have you had your fun now? Can one and a half on? minutes. <laughs> we New <did>. record. <laughs> Uh, something I will say about Chris Scott is uh, apparently he had a bit of a whinge at three-quarter time. Would you believe it? It's well within his wheelhouse, a good whinge for uh, Chris Scott. But he had a whinge uh, to the umpires at three-quarter time. Did he? He did indeed. When Why? The, uh, well, exactly. That's they, my point. Didn't they? Let's have a look at these team summaries. I'm pretty sure they did pretty well in the uh, freak. 22 to 14. There you go. Well, I can tell you at three-quarter time it was 17 to 11 in their favour. Wow. So I don't know what the hell he was complaining about, but we got such a raw deal today. We yeah. were up against it from, you know, being a man down uh, to, to what the umpires were and weren't paying. 20, I thought, yeah. Yeah. 25 more disposals, 18 more kicks, 7 more handballs, 5 more inside 50s. Pretty good. Disposal efficiency, 5% better than the Cats. Inside yep. 50, 5% better. Mm-hmm. We basically did, on all those indicators, we've, we've beaten them. Hitouts, 51 to 39. Clarko made a big mention of McAvoy there. Yes, yeah, he did, yep. And uh, we got done for clearances, centre clearances, stoppage clearances. But oh, That's yeah. nothing new, really. That happens. That, that happens every week at Hawthorne. Yeah. But our contested possessions, we won, and we belted them on uncontested possessions, which are the important ones. Yes, um, I, I could have guessed that, yeah. They're the ones where you have time and space to actually hit up an option. <laughs> yeah, which we seem to be, uh, we're, we're getting better at that. 15 marks inside 50. Yep. Wow. There's a stat to, to warm the cockles of all Hawthorne supporters' hearts. Yeah, it hasn't been that way for a long time, that sort of thing. I'm not sure if I'll be watching the replay of this one now that I heard Dwayne Russell on the uh, highlights package. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, you didn't have to cut it together. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, At least he gave it a little something this week. Do you think it's based on uh, attendance? Because it doesn't get much of a... There's obviously not much of a crowd down in Tassie, so he doesn't give it his all for oh, some yeah. reason. He really drubbed that one last week. Yeah, that was But shocker. he made a good call on the O'Brien, Mark, when yeah, he went no, back with the flight of the ball. Yeah, and... he had some all right ones, but I think it might be uh, 
just the occasion and, and the stadium and the crowd. I think there's a lot that probably goes into it. Now, what did you think of Wingard today? Uh, I, I won't have it from any haters this week. Uh, I think Wingard's a very solid contributor. Without... Most of the time through the centre, you've got yep. to say. Yeah, yeah. I saw him uh, pop up in the centre quite a bit. Um, I don't think he's outstanding by any measure, but I, I won't hear people giving him a hard time. Gee, um, he put his head over the ball a couple of times. Yeah. Made sure we retained possession. And he was very unlucky for that holding the ball, as you say. Oh, that was ridiculous. Do you have 21 touches, I see there? Yep. Yep, 21. Yep. He'll be very good. Yes. Yep. His pressure axe, 25 pressure axe. That's that's really good from him. Like, that's a great sign. Again, taking into account the preseason and, uh, you know, looking at the... second only to Liam Shields. That gives you an idea. There you go. Uh, Scully as well. Uh, you look at, you know, what is essentially his return year to football. Yeah. Uh, these guys are going to be good. It's, it's starting... There are things coming together for us that bode really well for 2020. Yeah, actually, uh, I can see that. Yeah, and I, I know some listeners will be really excited about finals. You know my position on that, but don't be mistaken. Like I'm excited, I'm excited for our club. I'm just a little bit differently excited than some other people, and that's fine. Each to their own. I'm not going to begrudge anyone going. You know, having a bit of a sniff about finals and going, "Oh, it's on. We're back." <laughs> you know, why not? If you want, if that's the train you want to ride, then I'm not going to deny you that. Well, I'll tell you what, Geelong are going to have to put the train back on the tracks if they're. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Oh. Didn't I sit in my rants, right? We just want to show them up and make it a bit harder, right? Yeah, we want to. When they are boarding a flight to Perth, <laughs> they can think of us. Oh. That's where it started. Wow. That's where I sit in the rants. Yeah, and, I, and I hope it happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of rants, I don't really have one prepared this week because this is on the fly, but people will survive, won't they? Why don't you just insert here later? Oh, well, maybe it'll be a Twitter exclusive. How about that? <laughs> okay. At Hawk Talk Pod, I'll, I'll upload, upload one during the week, I guess. Do, Jeez, we, do we have I any do. other multimedia things? <laughs> oh, oh, maybe. Uh, possibly. Possibly. <laughs> oh, we've always got something up our sleeves here at the Hawk Talk Podcast. <laughs> there's always something going on. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you that there's a song exclusively coming to uh, you fairly soon. Oh, He's obviously sitting on, on it. Obviously, sitting on it, there's a bit of uh, sizzle to come. Yeah, well, yeah, like I said, there's always something uh, up our sleeves. We've always got something cooking. Uh, what do you reckon? Are we just about wrapped up for the day? Anyone well, else you want to talk about? All right. Well, while we were uh, all dancing and partying it up at the G, mm. Box Hill went down to Richmond at home. Box Hill City Oval, 12 goals 8 to 14 goals 10. But one... Matthew Walker kicked five. Five. Oh, hello. Yeah. Look at that. So maybe there'll be, <laughs> maybe <laughs> there's room for Walker somewhere. Can we find a bit of room? Uh, that's. Uh, that looks like most of those were kicked in the second half. So okay. yes, all well, five. <laughs> well, that's important. In a Four tight in the game. second half and uh, one in the second quarter. Because they so, were only, uh, it was a bit of deja vu, really. Uh, Box Hill was still in it right to the last, and there were about eight points down. The margin ended up being fourteen. Uh, another tight game, and you can see at the end of the third quarter, six six to twelve seven. Yes, okay. so so we stormed home again. <laughs> yeah, we did. Just didn't quite get it done. But uh, Ross kicked two, Cousins no. kicked one again, and Taylor Miles he kicked his goal again. Ooh, I yep. tell you what, what are we doing with Miles? I know it comes up every week now. I don't want to labour on it too long, but I've just I just 
bring it up because he's pushing. You know, yeah, he really always, wants to well, he's be. He's always pushing. Yeah, he's just very stiff not to get selected. Even though I, I'm aware, listeners, I did say earlier on in this podcast that I'd go unchanged, but thirty disposals, one goal, oh, twenty six kicks, eight marks, four handles, three tackles. I mean, the guy's impressing. Cousins doing okay there as well, by the looks. Yeah, 27, 27. one goal. Yep. And, of course, David Mirror in his 150th. Yes, unfortunately, congratulations, they, David Mirror. Unfortunately, I couldn't get up for him, but he had 22 touches. Yep. And uh, 13 marks in defence, which is pretty damn good. Can I share with you a shower thought that I had? What was your shower thought? Why are you bring your shower? Why are you bring your shower to the to the pod? Oh, mate, I'm always thinking about Hawthorne. Listeners should know that. I'm always considering what's happening with our club. There's actually a theory that uh, yeah. you should always think about things, your most difficult decisions in the shower, because the yep. act of the water hitting your scalp <laughs> makes makes blood rise to the brain. Is that so? No, it's probably crap. I've never, yeah, was, never tested it. But go on. Well, I'm, I'm thinking, expecting great things is what I'm well, saying. Well, I was thinking more the fact that it's a little bit of sensory deprivation. There's nothing much going on except for you just standing there. You're not preoccupied with anything else but your own thoughts, really. Right. Yes. Well, apart from cleaning yourself. But okay. Mm. Wow. What? It's not really an intensive operation, is it? Oh, well, you went. I went visual earlier with the record and no, now no. you're having your own go, yes? Oh, come on. <laughs> You drive this pod to where you want to drive it. This this isn't my problem; it's yours. Uh, no, so I was thinking this is the first time in a while with this uh, with this club, the great brown and gold. That um, I don't look at this list and see anyone that I would really want out of the club. I, I'm not looking at anyone and going, "Yep, cut him, get rid of him, send him packing." Don't want him. I look at guys who I'd reasonably be like, "Oh yeah, like if we need to, if we need to get some things done." Okay, but, um, well, all I'm saying is listeners kind of like Hawthorne. <laughs> Just like our club. I like where we're at. Oh, there's, there's been some development from a lot of fellas, but I can I can see some guys leaving. And we're going to oh, have yeah. some talent coming off the list. Yes. My question is, is Ruffy getting a farewell game? Oh, he's got to. I, it has to be the Suns, right? Does it? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's the last game in Melbourne. Well, I mean, Cyril didn't get one. No, I know. And and neither did Sam. There's just going to be, and likely from us too. Lewis didn't massive, get one either. Massive fan backlash. If In fact, they the only one it. we gave one to ended up playing with Brisbane. <laughs> yep. So, perhaps no? Well, look, there's always a chance that they don't do it. I'd never thought about that today, but Angelo mentioned it to me. Yeah. And I thought, ooh, she's a good point. Yeah, they might not do it, but oh, it's just, it would be stiff. I don't like it. Do you want to know how we went in the VFL today? Let's hear some stats. So Rafford had 13 touches, no goals. You know, six kicks. Yeah. I mean, not a big game from him. Mitch has grabbed his spot with both hands. It's yeah. just, this was going to happen. This is what what we're seeing now with the changing of the guard is what we needed. And I remember forecasting when we seemed to be in contention for Tom Lynch. Well, do you remember when the bloody uh, mid-season draft happened? We were pulling mm. our hair out because we just didn't pick anyone up. Yes, yeah. And now you're saying you're happy with the list? Yeah, I am. I am happy. I, I'm pretty happy with... Uh, when I look at Box Hill... Segler right? went round, 20 touches, 10 kicks. Okay, so it sounds like Segler backed up. Eight marks, 26 hit-outs. When I look at who's in Box Hill... I don't see many disappointments there. I see a lot of promise and potential. I want to see those guys get their go. 
And when I look at the uh, the green shoots in our senior team, I'm pretty happy with what's happening there. Uh, yeah, I'm in a really good positive headspace with where this club is at, basically. I'm very excited for Matthew Walker. That's five goals, two. Five goals, two. Oh. <laughs> All right, and they're not, a, they're, not a bad, they're not a bad team, Richmond, the VFL side. No, that's right. They're undefeated, I think, for a, or they were on a streak at least for a portion of this season. So we're still going to play finals, though. I'd say for the yeah. VFL. Yeah. yeah, where are we now? We've probably well, I've dropped to what's that sixths. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we've we've given up one position on the ladder. So ironically, the uh, the cats Drop, are ahead of dropping us, dropping below the cats. <laughs> yeah. And how do we go in the women's? Oh, we beat Richmond, thirteen points. Very nice, very Excellent. nice Excellent, so we're, we're back in the uh, top six there, and we'll be playing out finals. Look at our percentage, it's actually... Pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, not anywhere near the 208% Collingwood's at, but... 208, jeez. Wow. All right, so, you know, we could be looking at a, another day at Marvel. Oh, I'd love that, I'd love that. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to gauge where you're at. Do you echo my sentiments on the club, or... You seem a bit more guarded than me. Oh, I just... Sort of basking in the in the win against Geelong and making those cat supporters earn it. I was very disappointed when the bloody uh, car park was shut and half the trains were off again. <laughs> what what did they get in the end? Fifty thousand or something? Yeah, it didn't look like a something. lot. Yeah, yeah. It's but, well down on what we usually get. But Hawthorne turned it on again. Yep. And I love that the club steps up for these moments. Yes. I love that they step up for Shields. I like that it's a group effort. I like that both Timmy, because it's a big win for Timmy. Yeah. To kick three goals, one in a winning team against Geelong, who has been a bogey side for him. Yep. And he did it against some, he did it against the best defence in the league statistically. Mm-hmm. And then we did it at the other end. They yep. got one of their worst scores for the year. Yep. So just to riff it from Clarko, the whole squad there, they were never really shown up the whole day. Now, whether it's because they're in a training block or whatever, I don't <laughs> care. I really, you can't worry about your opposition. No. Right, because you just got to meet them on the day and beat them. But that's right. Uh, watching Chris Scott look so disappointed, <laughs> it just—it felt like mission accomplished to me. <laughs> that famous quote will that one out again. <laughs> He'll never live that down. I reckon. I reckon it'll follow him further than it has followed George W. Bush. <laughs> 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 I mean, for him to double down on that quote. Yeah. All those years later, it's yeah. just remarkably stupid. Fantastic. Might have been Brad, actually, today. Do you reckon Brad was in the box? Could have been. <laughs> Their parent trapped it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the parent trap. My goodness. What a, what a, oh, is that the original? Or did they have a remake of that, did they? What, with Lindsay Lohan? They did. Okay, they had a remake. Right. Actually, Lindsay's out here now, isn't she? Is she? Yeah, she's going to be on some... This is taking a turn, this podcast. What, what is it? This is what happens when we don't have notes, listeners. See, this is a <laughs> she, celebrity rehab or something, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that's not what it's called. That's just what she's here for. Oh. Yeah, you know how we get all these celebrities that careers have stalled and mm. it's kind of like the Kennedy Clinic, but, <laughs> they, <laughs> but they come out that's to... more Betty Ford. <laughs> <laughs> but they come out to Australia and they let us reignite their career and then they piss off again. Oh, Okay. I feel like you've led us into a conversational cul-de-sac, Tiz. <laughs> so uh, let us let us get out of here. Well, I think that's it, anyway. I, it? I don't I don't think we have much more to say. No more Lindsay Lohan stuff. No, okay. uh, no, and and just positive vibes. We're riding a wave. 
uh, post-game. And uh, I hope listeners appreciate this one's being put out a little bit earlier than usual. Uh, if you do like the show, then hit us up uh, at Twitter, at HawkTalkPod, and Facebook too, facebook.com slash HawkTalkPod. And uh, hit us up on iTunes as well. You can rate and review us on iTunes. We've actually got some reviews in, Tiz. 2029 has written in, <laughs> Sorry, they know what a... I want to hear. <laughs> they, they want, it. They want, want you to read hear his out name. The... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Long-time listener, first-time reviewer. Yeah. It's like a Hawthorne Echo Chamber. They always it's very much like a Hawthorne Echo Chamber here, sitting yep. in the car. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, keep up the good work, boys. They revel with me in victory and console me in defeat. Well, happily, it's reveling this week. So it's and, a five-star rating there? Yeah, and uh, happy Hawk supporter, the five-stars, Hank09, which wasn't a great year for Hawthorne, but <laughs> love the show, live in WA, so it's good to hear from other passionate supporters and keep me informed as to what's going on at our club, including Box Hill. Keep up the good work. Well, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's awesome. Thanks to uh, those two there. That's awesome. we, we and there's been a couple people. of people who, who didn't write the review, but still put in the review. Thank yes, you. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. We appreciate that too. Yeah. I guess over in WA, this is a bit hard to get some coverage on Hawthorne. I, I imagine, imagine it would be. Yeah. I imagine uh, Frio sort of dominated last weekend on Hawthorne. Well, it's the only thing they would have dominated, the news cycle. <laughs> the news cycle. <laughs> uh, poor Ross. So that's three victories in a row. Out of nowhere. We couldn't string any together. Collingwood, Frio, Geelong. Who saw that coming? Shades of 2014. <laughs> <laughs> all right, settle down. Uh, come on, this is what happened last year. We rode it all the way to fourth. <laughs> Jeez, that's a big call. But then um, you're all about big calls, aren't some, you? You said Frio were going to be premiers. <laughs> it's, uh, I just love how Kaiko gets them ticking over and we are playing our best footy now. Other clubs play their best footy at the start of the year, get found out, stop. Uh, looking at you, Geelong. You said last pod, and I think we'll leave on this, how sweet this is, that you said that uh, one of the things about this game is that even if we walk away with a loss, if it was tight, we'd give every other team in the competition the blueprint for beating Geelong. We've done that, and we won. I, I did actually <laughs> yell that out after the siren. That's how you beat him. Oh, you are so obnoxious. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we are a happy team at Hawthorne.